Welcome to The One, the podcast for dating from your most vibrant and authentic self. My name is Gina Catherine, and I am a confidence coach for love and sex. We know that we need to love ourselves, but nobody explains to us how to actually do this. This podcast has advice and practices on how to do just that. My mission is to help women deeply connect to their bodies, hearts, and minds. When we know, accept, and love ourselves, we draw in amazing partners and incredible experiences. I offer these words from the perspective of a usually straight, cisgendered, divorced, middle-aged white woman. It is my heartfelt hope, though, that there are nuggets for anyone to use in their sex, love, and relationships. In this podcast, I will invite you to let go of the piece of you that hopes for love but is skeptical and ask you to believe and take action in dating from a place of deep self-worth. The one exists and they are you. With that, let's dive deep into this week's episode of The One. People often ask me how long they should take a break after a relationship ends before they start dating again. And I always say the same thing. I don't know, but you do. There's no magic number of weeks or months, but there is a magic feeling. And the magic feeling has an ease to it. And in order to feel that ease, you must know how to pause. I'm going to address dating specifically, but I want to go broad here for a minute. I'm going to make up a statistic and say that only about 15% of the Western population can handle a pause of any kind. We lose a job, we feel frantic to get another one. Something breaks, we buy a new one to replace it immediately. There's dead air on the radio, we change it. We lose a lover, we get on the apps to replace them immediately. If someone is silent, there must be something wrong. Why aren't they saying anything? We finish one task in our day and immediately begin another one, and we call this being productive. But producing what? What gets accomplished when we jam everything up together all day, every day, without a pause? In music, there are eight musical rests. These are deliberate moments of silence. They're crucial to melody and rhythm. Imagine Debussy's Claire de Lune without the pauses. It would just be a jumbled mess far less beautiful, far less moving. Rather than soothe or invigorate, music without a pause would just confuse and overwhelm. And I wonder if this is why so many of us feel confused and overwhelmed. My question to you is, how can you expect to master big moments of pause if you don't practice the little pauses throughout your day? Here are a few ways to get friendly with the pause. Try pausing before you begin something, anything. Before I record this very podcast, I pause every single time. I take a deep breath, or five, or eleven, and I set an intention to connect to you, to every listener. And when I finish, I pause, and I celebrate the recording every single time. You can pause before you make a phone call, before you shower, before you make toast or drive. I live in the D.C. metro area, so this is particularly helpful to pause before driving here. But the pause is not only to help you stay grounded, it's to also help you absorb everything, to digest everything. If you meditate, don't just jump right up after. Take a moment to reflect. How did I feel? What happened? 
Yay, I meditated. (laughs) Pause after you read or learn something. Digest it. Turn it over. Sit with it. Same with an idea. Pause for a day before you run with an inspiration. I am the worst at this. I get inspired and I write something and I post it or send it before the virtual ink is even dry. But this is push energy. It's what I call skimming. You're not letting the goodness of something stay with you. And what message does this send to yourself? That all the good ideas and creative flow are for external use only? That this idea or creative moment will somehow die if it stays with you only? You might be surprised how much your confidence soars when you take a day to keep an idea or a creative energy inside of you. How much it grows or permeates your cells when you pause with it. And also how much you tell yourself about your own worth when you sit with something juicy. Pause before you begin a conversation. Ask yourself how you want it to go. And if it's set to be a difficult talk, make an intention to listen. And then pause during the conversation. Check in with yourself. Are you breathing deeply enough? Is there tension in your body somewhere? And pause and check in with the person you're talking to. Sometimes I ask, how's your oxygen tank? Can we go deeper? People use the pause too late, I think, in intense conversations. They use it to take a moment to calm themselves so that they don't say something they'll regret. Bringing in a pause earlier as a practice helps you get ahead of it. You might not need to regulate and calm down if you practice pausing throughout conversations. And then after the conversation, pause again, reflect and celebrate either together, we did a really good job here, or separately, I'm a person who can handle heavy conversation. Before you can handle and even enjoy heavy conversations, you may need to get comfortable with your feelings, and that means pausing to feel them. Take the time to know how you are feeling, not just acknowledging them, but feeling I find so many people misunderstand the concept of feeling their feelings. They start to recognize anger and they think, I'm angry, and then they turn away from it and distract themselves. They don't let their feelings like anger exist. They don't pause in the existence of them. We're allowed to put up one finger in the wait please gesture and say, one sec, I'm thinking. But I say, let's make popular the one finger up and one sec, I'm feeling. How amazing would that be? You cannot know how you are feeling in any moment unless you pause to check in. And knowing how you are feeling is all you'll ever need to guide you. Once you practice this skill, it doesn't take long and it'll save you, I don't know, decades of regret? Sometimes we unconsciously or purposefully fill our lives with get-togethers, social media, errands, projects, booze, TV, or just this pure busyness so that we do not find ourselves in that uncomfortable space with just you and you. When you run from something, though, it always catches you. If not directly, then in covert ways like insomnia or illness. Sometimes we don't want to be guided by our feelings. We can all be childlike sometimes, but grow up. (laughs) You can't have anything you want without pausing. Give yourself permission to pause in places where we're taught not to pause. When you're eating, savor. Put your fork down. It doesn't mean that you're done. During sex, tell your lover, I need a moment. Get water, chat, eat a snack. 
Why pauses are not common in sex is a complete mystery to me. Start a trend. When you get really good at incorporating a pause into your day, you'll know when the right time to start dating again post-breakup. It's when you practice sitting in small voids that you do not have the tendency to try and fill big voids because it's painful to be in these big voids. Get comfortable with small pauses and you'll be comfortable with big pauses. And practice this when there's not a big charge to it. Start to think of pausing as the ultimate positive gift to yourself. Oof, there's a little wordplay there, positive. I didn't work that out before this episode, but I'll chew on that for a while. We tend to think of pauses as subpar, as something we need to apologize for, but the pause is where the joy is. Because in the pause, you get to feel the deliciousness of anticipation, the breathless waiting for the lightning flash after the thunderclap. You get to be sure. I wish this for you. Heartfelt thank you for listening. I am honored every time you choose the one. Loving yourself does not require perfection. Big, juicy love requires us to get curious, to offer ourselves what we are searching for in others, and know that from this place of love and power, you magnetize amazing connections. Please do all the actions to keep the one podcast rolling. Share with others who may need to hear this episode. Like, download, sleep with me under your pillow. Click on the link in the show notes to subscribe to my monthly newsletter. And then listen every Monday and Thursday to get ever closer to the love that you so deeply deserve. You can also follow me on Instagram where I have tons of fun content to inspire you to be the one. You are loved by me.